listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I've been in this game for years. It made me an animal. There's rules to this shit. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get your game on track, not your wig pushed back. Rule nombre uno, never let no one know how much dough you hold, because you know the cheddar breed jealousy, especially. If that man fucked up, get your ass stuck up. Number two, never let them know your next move. Don't you know bad boys move in silence and violence? Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tells podcast. I'm your host, Rod, and I'm joined as always by my co-host. Karen, I was not ready. You were not ready. Nobody was ready. So we are live on a Sunday morning when all the good Christians and Catholics are probably in mass, but um we are able to get uh my man jl covan who you guys should know from the righteous prick podcast yes you should know from you know jl covan's uh youtube page but most importantly i want to get the word out and i mentioned it on the show last week but he has a new podcast called uh making (laughs) making podcasts great again and it's him as donald trump with his co-host jay nock who is like a the interviewer and and they do a whole show as with him as trump and they like call people and people have been convinced they are on the phone talking to trump last week they called uh gun stores um <laughs> the week before that they called a restaurant um so it, it is literally so brilliant and uh I, I was so uh compelled to get the word out because i was like everyone needs to be listening to shit uh but this the homie jl covan what's going on man what's up thank you for the kind words as always uh yeah it's uh it's a fun it's a fun kind of little diversion podcast and i've been amazed at how many people think it's really trump yeah Uh, it's because i try to pitch it as sort of when we do the calls kind of like hey you know there's a lot of bad news out there so we're trying to get you know just ordinary people and then like the guy thought we were going to have a second amendment day at the white house and that we were like going to invite him like a representative from his store to be like part of our second amendment because it sounds like some shit trump would do right like we need to have a day to honor the second amendment it totally sounds normal like if you're listening to the man so that's been it's been fun and it's you know unlike some righteous prick podcast it's it's always you know 40 minutes or less it's not there's, <laughs> there's not the occasional hour and 45 minute depressing saga <laughs> <laughs> yeah he never tries to quit uh so I mean, right. you know it's a lot of uh it's, and then you have jay nog there for emotional support so it's not um you know totally uh dark and depressing that you know it can get sometimes on, on righteous <laughs> prick but um first of all how'd y'all come up with the idea man he just asked me uh you know he's i think he's you know hoping to get it on an either network or like pitch something serious mm-hmm. um and for me it was like if you want to do it and all i have to do is you know bring my amazing gifts <laughs> and nothing else then <laughs> sure let like you know what I mean? Like I, I'm always up for somebody doing grunt work if, right. if, if 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 they want to. So 
And if it leads to nothing, which based on my career is the most likely uh, conclusion, <laughs> then so be it. I'm I'm back where I started. <laughs> yeah, man, I, it's such a great idea, man. I, I, I like uh, as soon as I heard the idea for it, I was like, oh, that's fucking brilliant. And uh, there's so many like Trump impersonators out there, but um, you know, your Trump is obviously the best. And I like uh, I was watching Saturday Night Live last night. And I just keep getting reminded every time they have Alec Baldwin do Trump, I'm just like, ah, oh. not like, the same. Like it's not even close. It's not even close. Like Although, he's not even trying. I will give Baldwin some credit because at first I was like, eh, it's not that good. But it has become its own goofy thing. Yes. Nice. So like yeah. I kind of laugh at it on its own, but it's not. It's not like particularly accurate. But he right. just, it's so dumb that I do laugh at it. He <laughs> makes a lot of goofy faces uh, with with Duh. his yeah like he has some good goofy faces with his trump but like everything else is just like he's not trying you know but uh yeah that's why i'm proud that on this very show um since so many people try to do trump i'm glad that i have the undisputed best john burnsall impression of course that uh I'll, i'll always have that and that was born on like you know i tried it but like it was this show that gave me just like uh Who's the guy who plays Mbaka on uh, in Black Panther? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, Mbaka. Yeah, just like it, it was black women that gave him confidence. <laughs> it was it was it was the black women of the Black Eyed and Chips <laughs> podcast who gave me confidence in my John Bernthal impression. <laughs> yes, best thing ever. Oh man, yeah they they tried to um they tried to make an article where he because he said that uh he had body issues and shit his whole life and then it wasn't until black panther that people was like yes oh you can all you that know, thickness what are we talking about i'm climbing a mountain <laughs> this week you know all yeah, that type of shit getting so, lost in the woods for you so he was like yeah you know black women gave me like uh confidence in my insecurities about my body and there was some, i forget who who shared it on twitter but they were trying to make it the they were trying to do the thing where they try to make it seem like black women just get mad at everybody that's not dating a black woman that's black and it was like right. oh so we healed your insecurities but he's dating an asian woman man the whole fucking thread was just nothing but black women being like so like who cares he didn't say anything bad about black women mm-hmm. why are y'all doing right. this you know but it was it was funny how uh they tried to twist it because you know they didn't find what they were looking for but come on it was it's a, uh, it's a yeah. smart move it's a smart move by black women also to be fully supportive so what the parentheses and if you ever break up with her, remember mm-hmm. who was here for you and supported. Yeah, I saw a few people that were like, they were like, well, you know, if he still want to blow my back out. You know, it's not like, don't, yeah, yeah. don't let that girlfriend stop you now. I know my back is okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, it was, but yeah, it, the, um, the idea for the show, man, is a great idea. And then what happens with the calls? Like who decides, is J-Nog the one deciding who y'all are going to call? Yeah, because he looks, he used to do a prank call, uh, podcast for a little while, and he, I guess, researched, you know, what states allow for one party recording, because some mm. states, like, both parties have to be okay with it. Mm. So, there's like 35 states or something that are okay with it. So, you know, on this week's episode that just went up because of Michelle Wolf, mm-hmm. it was actually, it was my idea. I said, let's, where, where are there a lot of wolves in America? Like, what state has wolves? <laughs> And it was like Wyoming was one of them. So we actually called like the Wolf Hotel and Restaurant in somewhere in Wyoming (laughs) to find out if they were affiliated with Michelle Wolf. So, but 
that guy got it. Like it was right. kind of funny, and he didn't ruin it. But the, he didn't. You could tell he didn't really believe it. He just thought it was funny. Mm. Whereas like the first couple of calls we've done so far, they were like, I can't believe the president is calling my restaurant. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, and then, uh, and then uh, also, um, you were because since you've been on the show, you you've been on serious doing like uh, some Trump stuff too, mm-hmm. like um how's that how'd that work out and uh you know they finally you know secured a bag you uh get, getting paid and stuff now oh no 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 never um <laughs> i'll never get paid but no the weird thing was during the election they had me come in to do like special call-in shows mm-hmm. with with uh as trump and they were very like they were hits and people were calling in thinking it was really trump and they tried to pitch it as like a weekly show. Like, Hey, where if you just have like an hour a week where it's just like, you know, a fireside chat with Donald Trump, like, Hey, talking to the American people directly. And I think some people in corporate were genuinely uncomfortable because the impression was really good. Like they were just like not wanting to stir trouble. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. How is it like, just put, 20 disclaimers on the show then like i don't get how it being accurate is a problem <laughs> but mm. we'll see maybe jay jay has some contacts there he's he's put shows on before with sirius so maybe uh after we get you know six or seven episodes in just kind of present it uh so fan base uh the more numbers we get the better it'll, it'll look so thank well, you again yeah man check it like i said man, i can't recommend it highly enough it cracks me up the whole time because like part of the show is also like an interview and kind of like a topics of the week and jl like fully commits to the character so like from beginning <laughs> you know until you get to the very end he'll be like all right this is jl covey blah 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 but like it the like for the most part the whole thing is just it feels like you're listening to uh trump and it's one of the few things i can laugh at about trump sometimes mm-hmm. things will happen with trump right. and it, in the middle of someone making fun of it I, i'll kind of check out where i'm like this motherfucker really uh <laughs> like mm-hmm. like yeah. a, like snl last night when they had stormy daniels on i know it was supposed to be like a huge applause thing mm-hmm. for the audience but for me i'm kind of like Yo, this nigga has really disgraced the entire fucking country in the White House. Yep. <laughs> yep, I always find it funny. I've, <laughs> like whenever I saw, and I've seen people on Facebook talk about this, where yeah. it's like when Trump got elected, it was the I'm proud of my country. Mm. And, you know, and somebody I saw somebody wrote some dummy was like, I'm finally proud of my country. It was like on somebody else's page, like obviously somebody I associate with, but it was right. a friend of, of somebody I have a Facebook friendship, like connection with. And I thought to myself, when Michelle Obama said that in like 2008, she's finally proud of her country. Mm-hmm. That's disgraceful. And it's like, well, if you, in the context of this country, one can easily understand what she means. But for some reason, the 400 years that led to Barack Obama's election it would make sense that people would be like, this is, I never thought this would happen. Right. This is, this is a historic, amazing, memorable, where were you moment of my life. And then eight years of Barack Obama basically governing like a center left politician. Like mm-hmm. this was not a radical progress, like center left. Right. Economy recovered, gave poor people health insurance. And eight years of that, 
And as I joke on stage, I'm like, right, America, if you think it was radical to elect a half-black Harvard grad who was raised <laughs> by his white grandparents in Hawaii, if that's radical to you, that is like the that's the starter kit for getting used to black people. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like the beginner level is you get maybe me, maybe like looking at me would be the only level like me and Rashida Jones. That would be, be like 101 and Obama is like 201. Right. But it, if that's like a struggle for you, you have the problem because this is like the beginner level. Right. And for eight years of that to then represent some like, the equivalent of 400 years of oppression <laughs> right? is like, wow, you thought eight years of like the economy recovering <laughs> under a black guy was your slavery and Jim Crow and fire hoses. And now you're like, thank God we have a humongous racist <laughs> 1870s piece of shit. I can finally feel comfortable and welcome in my own country. It's like, and the sad thing is it's not like 2% of the population feels that or the voting, right. I should say the voting population. It's like a third right. of the voting population feels that way. And it's, 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 it's so sad. It's mm. so like pathetic and sad yeah. um, because he's, he's a disgrace across the board. I like, what? I think I probably said it on this podcast a while ago, but like, I feel like he's the LeBron James of bad presidential traits. Like he's, he's got it all. Yes. He's dumb, he's racist, he's inexperienced, he's stupid, he doesn't he's not curious about anything, he's morally a failure. Like mm -hmm. you're literally like what is there good about him unless you're just like thank God he's not black. Right. That's it. Mm -hmm. that's, yeah. that's it. That's only that's like the whole list for him. Uh like Tadasi Coates put it best, but when he said America's first white president like yes. that that's the best way to phrase it and that's how i felt that when he got elected i was like oh he ran on nothing but i'm white i'm not good at anything but at least i'm white like like and i'm white and i'm racist i'm every negative trait of whiteness and uh that's all i got to give you guys and um the sad part to me has been it's been what two years now almost um has been watching not, e not even not okay even. yeah it's, it's just barely a year and a half <laughs> yeah there you go so it's, it's been a year and a half it feels like five right and, but the sad yeah. part to me is watching other white people that would proclaim to not be trump people um completely feel a empathy and a some sort of like dig like trying to dignify him mm -hmm. even though he doesn't deserve it and trying to dignify his supporters um the great example for the last couple of weeks has been uh, michelle wolf's white house correspondence uh dinner um yep. which um you know I, I saw her like i don't really watch those things that much um you know i watch like the main comedian set maybe and that's you know that's it. about it um uh, and under the republicans it's, it's almost worse because it's boring republicans have the worst sense of humor like there's like there's just not very many it's almost it's very hard to be a republican conservative funny person right because so much yep. of their policies are like yeah these women shouldn't be having abortions uh we hate gay people um <laughs> something's wrong with blacks mexicans and jews uh not to mention uh i'm getting a little little tired of these muslims uh mexicans suck like it's hard to do funny when the whole time is just you sitting on stage shitting on everybody right so um i i didn't expect it to be funny but then they booked michelle wolf who they clearly don't 
didn't fucking know right um and then um she she gets on there and she does to me a a great i watched a 19 minute like thing she did or whatever it was it was pretty funny like um yeah she, she was relentless uh she was um fair and honest too like it wasn't um whatever you know like it wasn't like just her coming in and 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 just saying shit that was just bullshit so the the part that got me though was um the next morning the media that wasn't just like fox news like so this is like cnn msnbc all the you know all the places you would think oh i can go to new york times um you know all the places you would think you could go for for just like oh this is a either unbiased opinion or an opinion that would be slightly progressive or liberal those places were like sarah huckabee sanders was so brave to sit there and let her mock her appearance and call her and i was like what the fuck the joke that they were talking about was one where um uh michelle wolf basically said um sarah huckabee sanders had um a great um eyeshadow game smoky smoky eye yeah Yeah, smoky eye because uh she uses the ash from all the facts and and uh, that she burns up uh because basically she's a lying piece of shit and um you know obviously paraphrasing it was much funnier than that when she said it but the point (laughs) being the next day everybody was acting like she went on stage and was like the fucking uh nutty professor when dave Chappelle was on stage like did i get her (laughs) 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 she was just fucking stool humping and fucking uh, like uh call it like who is sucking whose titties over here like it was like she didn't even do anything like that really and it like i said it was one thing for like fox news to do that right uh that joe scarborough or somebody do it man when you see like people that are otherwise supposedly you know i think in your mind on our side quote unquote you know you see like and they're accepting this false premise and running off of it like that that's the things that really disturb me about the media and about um you know they make me feel like trump's getting reelected. there's not a lot of hope uh maybe people might be angry at the midterms but can they keep this up for four years Mm -hmm. i don't know because that right there is a failure for every media person involved the only people i saw being righteous about it fucking comedians it, comedians who do news like political commentary were the only people who I, who I saw be like but she didn't say that which should be the right. number that should be the number one way to start that story is okay look she didn't say that shit okay now let's go into the actual jokes but every every show i watched was like yes she did talk about her appearance and that should be off limits she is a mother okay she is i'm like she's making the country worse i don't give a fuck if she got kids yeah i don't that that mother that like donald trump is a father like so right you can be a terrible person and have had children right (laughs) it's a lot of them out there right and then on top of it's not like she's going after her kids right it's not like she's like and on top of that you also had the fact that you're saying this in defense of a man she stands in front of everybody in front of a man who does talk about women's appearances and y'all had no problem right. voting for him who who does mock uh disabled people who does uh say racist shit all the time who does talk about um people's bodies and who's uh, accused of being a rapist who's fucking ripped people off and y'all are mad at the fucking comedian more than the fucking 
the dude who's the president more than the lying motherfucker that defends him right. every day like she was lying again this week and i saw the same publications trying to be like well she was there were a lot of falsehoods this week and i'm like what spider-man pointing to spider-man like what the fuck happened last week right and i saw the thing that kills me a vagina does not protect you from getting scrutinized the vagina does not protect you from being called out on your bullshit and they got a woman because they will feel like if we get a man he might go too hard at her and pick her out of her appearance and all that shit but they got a woman that they didn't vent Mm-hmm. and she got up there she was like oh y'all didn't do y'all research i already knew i accepted it but i knew when i said yes that y'all didn't know who the fuck i was so here you go <laughs> and, and also what does it say about what y'all really think about her physical appearance because right. the jokes weren't about her physical appearance and yet i saw a whole lot of she's so brave and i'm like oh you motherfuckers been sitting around like every day like this fat bitch i can't believe she's even up here saying these dumbass lies gosh she's ugly like i said on <laughs> like i said on facebook and twitter i said uh sarah huckabee sanders looks like the mona lisa if picasso drew her like <laughs> just a drab droopy like off-center but but like nobody said that right <laughs> like, uh, like it's, it's, my man randolph terrace it's just absurd randolph terrace calls her modok from uh if oh. you guys read comic books this is google modok if y'all get a chance m-o-d-o-k uh, that shit cracks me up every time he says it uh <laughs> but, but but it's not like that's what michelle wolf did she she completely avoided that shit and it still ended up people being like this is really about how she looks and i'm like what the fuck so basically i can't say you're a lying piece of shit without you going why you got a fat shamer though dog it's not even about that you know so ridiculous also they don't really believe that shit because dj kyla said he don't eat pussy and people was fat shaming the fuck out of him so i don't think uh that was liberal that was everybody that wasn't just that wasn't fox news nigga i don't follow fox news that was nothing but all the woke people was like actually you fat motherfucker you eat everything but pussy i was like mm. I was, I was message taken I, I would not say anything stupid i know i know i'm living on uh borrow time yeah i appreciate y'all out here for tolerating me um by the way i need to since this is for most people will be audio very nice coco t-shirt oh thanks man you know it's one of my favorite movies uh one of the best movies of 2017 (laughs) it was you know uh i definitely have good taste uh surprised that uh surprised (laughs) that it didn't make more money uh as a pixar movie you would think uh it well, would have been yeah that top. was my that was my cause in 2017 i was just like you gotta be ki-. like it's so good and i kind of wish the song hadn't won because then that allowed people to be like but that song sucks and right. i was like yeah it kind of is not a good song but like mm-hmm. that movie should be nominated for best picture yeah it was Agreed. weird though because like in the context of the movie the song is great Mm-hmm. But oh, then, sure. no, no, no. Yes. Yeah, as a as a plot point, and when, right. but as like just a single, it's yeah, not, it's not fire, right? It's it made no sense. Like when they performed it at the um Oscars or whatever, I was like, yeah, nah, nah, <laughs> like like it's not a jam. In my mind, I was like, that's the word. That's the that should finish fifth in yeah. these songs. But yeah. it's Disney, so people were like, yay, Disney. Yeah, and it kind of like uh it was uh the Me Too Oscars, so it like brought the it brought the mood back down you know remember me like oh god oh, no. <laughs> uh, we are this is already a downer show let's let's get it upbeat guys um but yeah man that was my movie um 
so uh but yeah that was that was the main thing dude that 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 michelle wolf shit was ridiculous but uh i'm glad that uh i'm glad that uh you know time's moving on the time will be kind to michelle wolf and uh i my favorite thing about her was she might end up i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna make a prediction right now even though her voice is a little grating and i don't Mm -hmm. mean that as like women Uh, stop talking like she acknowledges her voice is kind of uniquely i would not be shocked at all if she becomes maybe five years from now maybe 12 years from now the first like network late night woman Mm -hmm. yeah i I can see that coming and the thing the reason the other thing i wanted to say was i just appreciate her not backing down Mm -hmm. i'm just so fucking sick of these comedians that back down on this shit like uh same thing with larry wilmore i love larry wilmore going up there calling the president my nigga and never going like he wasn't on twitter releasing statements the next day he was just like yeah well fuck y'all like y'all hired me this is this this is the joke i wanted to make i thought it was funny at the time like if if the you know and everyone did and and also the outrage about it was fake it was fake as shit it was really the n-word you called a president why can't i say it right right (laughs) why can't i call obama the (laughs) (laughs) n-word you do you do you racist piece of shit i say it in private decent american the same way that the same way that colin kaepernick's your protest in quiet by myself or not around people um but yeah right. i but i love that she stuck with her with her guns too many comedians these days uh and i don't know if it's just the other way where it's like they didn't think the material through and so they're apologizing because they are really like damn this this joke bombed and it wasn't funny or if they are just like i'm apologizing because i don't want to lose anything but i like that she was just like fuck them like be mad then. i said what i said yeah because there's the other side of that right where you actually retain your people because your people are like that do already like you and support you are like yeah fuck them you know so anyway thank you michelle Wolf. and colbert never had, see colbert i still think is the boldest of all of them mm-hmm. because he just stood up there for like 20 minutes just mock it like it was like cut to the core yeah like it wasn't that the jokes were like you're the dumbest person ever or whatever but it was just like your whole administration is a lying joke yeah and it was but nobody ever said I, I don't recall anybody being like that she should apologize he should people were just like he he like delivered the knockout punch and people were like god damn <laughs> and yeah. that was it like it yep. wasn't like apologize colbert right and to bush's credit he never bitched about it <laughs> never like that was the thing like um you invited this man but he was just like he had enough sense to be like what what the fuck am i gonna do get it like start complaining about a comedian yeah you invited him to do that it's a fucking roast like uh the one thing that uh i could understand from donald trump's perspective that you know because i kind of i kind of share it but if you just want to say the whole thing is silly i can i can get behind being like yeah it's kind of stupid that we even do this shit every year because we're the the media is going to keep doing whatever the fuck they do um the jokes are going to be jokes but they're not going to live outside of this room so like once instead of it being biting satire but also poignant commentary it'll just be treated as that night that we roasted the fucking administration and the media as opposed to like yo these are actual good points how about y'all change you know what i mean like her best jokes to me were at the media when she was like y'all fucking made this happen y'all know he's worth ratings and clicks 
and this is the end result of that y'all don't have a moral filter on what y'all put on your shows so we end up with shit like this because y'all normalized him to the point that i'm up here roasting this motherfucker and it doesn't matter and i'm like that's a great point but it doesn't really matter if cnn doesn't go home and go we should probably think twice about some of these things we share and, and promote for trump you know go ahead ken i'm sorry oh no and and also for me um when jl was talking about difference between her and steven that goes back to the vagina it's something about vaginas talking yeah. and mm-hmm. having the voice and flapping their lips and people having to look at them and give them respect and pay them any type of attention motherfuckers lose their mind because if a man stood up there and make those same exact jokes they would not have asked for him to apologize mm. they would not have asked for you know him to uh, uh do all these other things it's just something about a woman and when women do things we're expected to kind of uh bow down we're expected to be beneath we're exactly expect, you know and oh wait oh i thought you were looking I, I thought you were like looking for me to agree i'm sorry I'm, continue. <laughs> <laughs> no problem but I, I think that that's where that attack come from in my opinion well also uh she broke white woman solidarity and that was a huge thing because that's ah, like okay. one of the undercurrents of all the shit that's been happening with uh trump is in this like uh it's funny now but it's like that 53 percent thing where 53 percent of white women voted for trump come on well the other part of that is those 53 percent of white women go to the same fucking yoga classes them 47 percent go to like like they haven't like not been friends since then like you know as opposed to like like when a black person is a coon it immediately sends ripples throughout the community where we're like oh we don't fuck with him like kanye west coon for about a week now we're already on like you can't play kanye west on the radio but white women don't do that like white women are like you know i just think we should accept all kinds of views i mean we it's really about family and opinions and freedom of speech we're like no nah, if, if i'm if, not really into politics yeah yeah like, right. that's another way to kind of escape like to just back out right but then like if uh like if i'm at my thanksgiving and one of my family members comes out as a trump supporter like that's the last dates given for them like we're like Come on, you ain't oh yeah we don't eat angela's we, we uh pudding know. anymore you know we don't go down uh, yeah, but like, no, don't even invite her ass. right we don't go down carlos's house mm-hmm. that was it because mm-hmm. you know her uncle charles gonna be up here brawling in about 15 minutes as soon right. as she walks in so she can't come no more right like the cookout location is now uh, you you won't be aware of it but mm-hmm. white people you know because they grow up and they're indoctrinated in this shit it's a little different for them so they they would never like truly cut off their family and shit they would never cut off their friends as much as we would not that they don't ever do it but in general you know oh i can't get rid of like uncle larry taught me how to fucking throw a football and you're like yep well uncle larry's also a a repugnant racist piece of shit yeah but he also took me fishing like i don't have those conflicts that they would have but um so i think that's a huge part of it she publicly broke the white woman rule of like fuck like fuck y'all you know why don't you go date a black michelle wolf <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're already I, one I of them you, i bet if you scared uh, if you scanned like all her mentions for the last week i bet you there'd be like three or four like well why don't you go date a black guy then mm-hmm. sounds <laughs> like uh and so then the other thing too was um uh like with kanye west or whatever when he comes out and he's supporting trump the reaction is so different for us like black people were like you gotta go 
you know like like it's just like there's a few handful of black people that are probably like you got a point but but the vast majority of us are like yeah so this nigga gotta go right we all agree white people just don't do that they don't have they, they don't have a thing the only time they do that is when a black person does something they don't like like kaepernick or whatever like they don't they don't right. really have a counterfactual for um and i mean that good and bad because even like the dixie chicks country music people are like fuck them but they still were able to tour have concerts they're still around like mm-hmm. you know so it's like there's still a bunch of white people who are like you know because there's not a lot of skin in the game for them they still find a way to enjoy them you know in a way that we probably would have been like you know you know like fuck I, them i have and maybe it's just my biracialness but i have like a window of forgiveness where it's like i think anybody i, I immediately think less of you if you voted for trump in 2016 like i have to because i'm like i don't really care what your philosophy was there are of course there could be somebody who was broke who lost their job who really felt like the clinton free trade and the like scandals and they're republicans and they're kind of indoctrinated with like i already don't like democrats or 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 clintons and i like my shit is in deep trouble i like i can be like still disagree with you but like if you felt desperate enough okay then i say what do you do in 2018 and 2020 because if you double down after seeing all this you you can't come back from that because like you have there's no more theory or questions or possibilities he's the worst and he's the worst in every way he's worse than the worst expectations he's worse than the lies they tell about Hillary Clinton. Like, right. if every lie about Hillary Clinton was true, he's still worse. Right. And so, like, if you go in 2020, like, I don't care who the Democrats put up. I mean, I care. But in terms of, like, whoever it is, it's better. Like, it, right. I, guaranteed. It could be the chick from Sex in the City. She could lose for governor of New York and then run for president, and she's better. Like, yep. she's a much better candidate because he is, across the board, the worst. So, like, yeah. if you go, well, you know, I wanted to give him a chance, and I thought Democrats got, nope, you're done. Like, to me, it's like you're on probation for the vote, and then in 2018 and 2020 is where, like, you, you, you get, like, a life sentence of I can't talk to you, I can't, I can't respect your opinion. So, like, to me, it's one of those things where – and there are plenty of people who voted for Trump that I could tell right off the bat. Like, oh, no, you're, that's ridiculous. That's terrible. That's a terrible choice. I question you as a person. But I can acknowledge that there are probably people in this country who, for whatever reason, felt like this may be my – I'm taking a big swing because I'm hoping it yields something. But oh, we know, we know, we know what, what, what we know what the whatever reason was. We know. Well, yes. Yeah. No, and, and, and like we we already discussed, it's it's. <laughs> God damn, it's and I don't. And the funny thing is, I don't get. I still don't understand. They keep trying to analyze the people who are like they voted for Obama, <laughs> right? And they voted for Trump. I'm like, I I will admit, right. I don't fucking get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, because it's like even if you had some bigotry in you, like. It couldn't have been that bad because you you had mm. very white options. You had Soldier McCain and businessman Romney. Those are like good white choices. Mm. Like I support the troops and I love tax like tax cuts. Like you got what you needed. So if you voted for Obama over those guys, but then voted for Trump, 
oh, that could be the that could be maybe some anti-Hillary sexism. Right. Like maybe it's like that's I'm actually not that racist. I'm just a huge sexist. <laughs> right. That's like it's part of that, and then uh, the other part of it is um, um, like the rise of the right wing radio and and news. Oh, yeah. Um, like I, I don't know if you've seen the documentary. Um, what was it? The brainwashing of my dad. I think. That was it's good. on amazon if you have oh you don't have amazon anyway wait you do have amazon no right? i do it's on amazon if you want to watch it. it's like about an hour 15 Hashtag minutes comedy mogul yeah you know <laughs> so uh but yeah if you uh check that out man i think like it but it kind of goes in and i and this is about her dad this one made a documentary about her dad so she kind of pulled her punches because you know it is her dad uh while right. my black ass is at home like oh your dad racist but you know she was like nah it's you know it's uh one time he gave a black homeless man some money when i was a child i'm like, I like mm, don't care mm. but but the point being though her dad was fairly liberal to like centrist and over the course of like the obama administration he was listening to fox news rush limbaugh all this constant like you know right-wing bullshit this propaganda essentially and by the end he was like the dude who sends emails out to his family like right. like did you see the pizza uh shop is is fucking kids and hillary's selling them and, and they're like what 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 the right. fuck happened to you dad and that was kind of like a huge thing so i do think a lot of white people kind of got wrapped up in that man like i sometimes i go places um like say you go to a mechanic or something and in the lobby and i see fox news on i'm like man fuck like why'd i go to this mechanic like a lot of times i'd be like you know just get my car back <laughs> like clearly you motherfuckers are not uh like i it's hard for me to believe y'all ain't racist piece of shit because i can't watch this and y'all have it on eight hours a day all day like that's crazy uh. so but white people really do kind of insulate themselves we always talk about the liberal bubble but there's a lot of that shit going around for the other like not liberal bubble and and that shit is uh scary as fuck so i i it's easy for me to believe that they went from we'll give this nigga a chance because the country is in ruins right to <laughs> to and don't forget mccain was also the one who said he wouldn't bail out the auto industry right before that shit crashed the second time because right. everybody remembers the first part of the crash but it was when mccain was like uh, basically like fuck it and everybody was like mm, let's listen to what the black man, man said for a second all these people out of a job right <laughs> like like right. so so that shit really uh helped him out um because you know mccain was was saying the wrong thing so you know i really think that was a major part of why he won just the country was in shambles and who do you who do you buy who do you get to fix some something that's fucked up you know but uh yeah i, I can believe they switched anyway uh this is a blackout yeah i was gonna say that remind when you referenced pizzagate that the one thing i would say is and it it got me actually kind of nervous this week i got a comment yet two days ago on my youtube page because i posted a bit about pizzagate where i was like this is the whole bit is just basically this is how you know trump supporters are both stupid but also terrible people Mm -hmm. is that they all believe this pizzagate story thousands of people are sharing this pizza this which for people who don't know it was it was basically john podesta and hillary clinton had a child sex ring under a washington dc pizza shop that is like so stupid right Mm -hmm. off the bat like you're just like what but thousands were like sharing it and it was becoming a scandal and all these like kind of fringe but like popular websites not fox news but like just below that and then a guy went to the pizza shop with a gun and like fired a shot. He didn't fire at somebody, but he was basically like, where are the kids? And I laughed at that because I was like, we all think that guy's crazy. But I'm like, 
But if you think about it, they're all nuts. But at least this guy in his world where this was true said, well, fuck it. I got to get those kids. Right. And I was like, where were all the other Trump supporters? They were like, well, I mean, I'm not voting for Hillary, but what the fuck am I going to do? Like stop kids from getting raped? I can't do that. (laughs) Right. And it was just so I posted that. And the bit is not about child. It's about that scandal. It's like a two-minute bit. So this guy writes like a 500-word essay about how I should get raped and how Donald Trump. His first line was, you should get raped. Or you, uh, and, and he was like, if you had a kid kidnapped, you'd be thankful for all of Donald Trump's work. Freeing, he, they were like, he's freeing, he's breaking up pedophile rings at a record pace. And I'm like, let me tell you something. If Donald Trump were actually doing that, you know who would tell us? Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Right. Like Every press conference, he'd be like, by the way, I stopped another 500 pedophiles today. You're welcome. Like also, there's, that doesn't even happen. There's also like no um database for like the record for most pedophile rings broken up. You know what I mean? They're right. Like, like, but that was a story that Roseanne had shared. Like, yep. like the week her episode went up. So obviously, some Breitbart type site was posting this. Yep. It's completely made up. But like everyone from Roseanne, a TV star to like some dude trolling me on YouTube is is reading this same horseshit but like believe like believing it not like like it's real and it's that's that's honestly kind of scary cuz i i think to myself like my schedule i'm not a big comedy star but my schedule is public like if one of these nut jobs just goes like i'm going to fucking Hartford next week and i'm going to fucking let them know yeah it's it, like creepy because it's like you're in, you sound insane dude it's also wild because like you said that means the rest of y'all are okay with it like y'all like we know about it but like i ain't I'm, i mean until she come take my guns you know what i mean them kids are on their own oh <laughs> like, uh, but yeah right, that's that, unbelievable yeah that's that's left yeah. and they do believe it and they do share it and like yeah roseanne shares shit and uh even tim allen's getting his show uh they're talking about getting his show back on the air and that was just a uh what two years ago that they were like uh, we gotta get this right wing bullshit off the air. Nobody's watching it. Well, that, that was my joke about Tim Allen. I said his show will be called his new show will be called "I Was a Drug Dealer, But Not a Black One." <laughs> yeah. Like he did time for drug dealing. I like, think he's a uh, Mister Working Class. Rawr, 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 guys. I, I so think like, when they like, yeah, we love him. I think when they bring it back, instead of calling it "Last Man Standing," they should just call it "White Man Standing" again. And then that way we can just get straight yeah. to the point. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> white man, sit down. right? White, the white man standing up to these blacks. Um, all right. Uh, we got uh, this is this is a blackout test finds on iTunes and Stitcher. We have a sponsor today. Um, the official weapon is the taser, unofficial sport, bullet ball, and bullet ball extreme. And today's podcast is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Man, they have a YouTube channel. They would love for y'all to subscribe to it. They're gonna have some new videos coming out um and having more subscribers helps them monetize and it helps them keep um you know keep money coming in and it helps them sponsor the show um you know we talked to y'all last week about how dexter's mom uh dad is uh struggling and he's been moved to a hospice and stuff mm-hmm. um and you know that kind of stuff is expensive Very. so it doesn't cost us anything to click on a video to like it give a thumbs up to subscribe to a channel so just search, search shadow dog productions on uh youtube go like and subscribe to the channel we appreciate y'all take time out to do that all right let's talk about news guys uh kevin hart's friend actor jt jackson was arrested in a sex tape extortion attempt 
Yeah, people were joking Kevin <laughs> Hart, and he was like, "Y'all, this ain't right." Like, yeah, I did some things, but I was under the influence of something. And a lot of people, particularly men, came out and was just joking him, like, "How the fuck this happened to you?" Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if they said anything about drugging him in this, but they did say no, no, he was saying he was that, charged with extortion and extortion by threatening letter. No, I think. um no, he was coming out and was just like, I was under the influence of something. Oh, oh no, I def, I right. remember. I'm just saying, I don't, they haven't charged him with that. Whatever, ah, this actor okay. is not charged. He's charged with extorting him. Um, mm. it be your friends, man. That's, that's the sad part. So, JL, when it's you, man, okay. is it going to be Chris Lambert or are you going to get Chris Lambert? <laughs> uh, are you saving? Take. Yeah, Craig, you can't, can't trust anybody. I don't know. Chris is going to, you know, Chris will just, who knows how he'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> he might just he might extort me with like if I get too big he'll be like remember on podcast episode one thirty one when you said that shit about uh, your Jewish ex girlfriend well guess what I might need a role in that new movie mm-hmm. if, if, if if that's gonna stay shut right hey, man <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a revelation um, <laughs> down at the police station um, but yeah. Um, Hart goes kind well, of. I always said Kevin Hart. I always thought Kevin Hart was kind of, kind of uh, like a black Dane Cook, mm. and it makes sense because Dane Cook's half brother stole ten million dollars from him. Which, which I was Ooh. talking with the comics last night about that, and I still, that is disturbing. Mm-hmm. Um, but similarly, a close friend, like it's like, what do, you, like, how do you trust people when something like that happens? And I mean, I'm not going to get, well, I will, I've said it on my podcast. I had a couple of years ago an ex who had a year long affair mm-hmm. with one of my three best friends who had just been married. Dang. And it was one of those things where I was like, I found out like later and it wasn't, it was, it was just a weird, weird scenario. But I was just like, I never, it was one of those things when, when I, when I found out who it was, I literally thought it was a different friend, not because that friend was a bad dude, mm-hmm. but because I couldn't imagine it being like, I was like, well, there's like a 1% chance it's this other friend, right? but it's 0% chance it's this, like, I know it's not him. And then it was him. And I was like, I can't. So it's one of those things where you just go, when your inner circle does something that you would never do, like you just view it as like against your moral thought, like you just can't. Right. See, like it's not like some people can say, "Hey, you never know if you cheat on somebody." I get that, but if it's like, no, no, my friends, my family, those are like, those are just bonds that are not breakable, Mm -hmm. and then it breaks on the other end, and you're like, I guess you don't have that same. I assumed you had the same structure as me, and with this, like with 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 Dane Cook, and then with Kevin Hart, it's like. As much as I make fun of Kevin Hart's comedy, I, I think he's funny in movies, mm-hmm. obviously. But right. I'm not a huge fan of stand up. But so I give him his I give him his due for sure. That's gotta be that's gotta that's 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 heartbreaking mm-hmm. in all seriousness because it's like this is like a close, long time friend, and and it's almost different because it's not like oh I I, I had sex with I, as I had sex with your wife or I I, I I got drunk and me and your girlfriend did something. Mm-hmm. This is like. No man, I set out a plan to ruin you. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? Like that's that's so fucked up. It's and, like, and you know, like Kevin Hart is really famous for looking out for his people. So right. that that's like pure greed. Like someone like J T J Jackson or whatever his name is, J T that dude was sitting around like this ain't enough. 
you know like i, I gotta get more of his money out of him so yeah he's um he's accused of uh apparently uh jackson produced an actual video teaser about the sex tape uh and requested an undisclosed amount of money imagine editing that shit together uh i guess being a hard hanger That's what I'm saying. like talk about yeah. premeditated this right. is like he's going through like months of steps like every <laughs> every day he has a chance to like not do something and instead he's like all right now i gotta upgrade this video equipment right we gotta get I got to bring in a sound engineer to make sure the sound is Come right. Come on, you getting other people involved? <laughs> yeah, that. Oh my god. So yeah, man, he uh, uh, you know, we'll see what happens, but it be your own people, man. That's that's wild. Um, DJ Khaled doesn't eat pussy, but he expects his wife to uh, suck his dick because he's the king. Uh, now listen, I don't know what personal arrangements in the bedroom are. And that's by design because you're not supposed to be out here telling people this kind of shit, right? <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's the thing that nobody's been saying. But I've been like, wait, why do I know this? <laughs> like, why do I know this? Correct. I've never once like, thought there are to myself floating around in the internet now that I'm like, I didn't think 20 years ago I would never have thought, hey, some producer that I don't really care about, I'm going to know very intimate details about his oral sex life. Yeah, I'd right? really, you know what? I would really like to know if, if DJ Khaled, uh, what's going on in the bedroom with him. Thought nobody ever, nobody ever thought that, but he had to, he had to let us know, um, which is such a like, uh, puerile, like, uh, stance. Like it's some shit you get over or it's like the things that seventh grade boys tell each other you know what i mean like like i didn't know they were still making niggas who were pretending to be proud of that <laughs> like like that's a, like it felt like the 80s was when you're supposed to be like yeah you know because i don't eat i don't go down on the woman i mean it, hey if it bleed once a month it ain't dead you know i don't eat nothing this is live you know that kind of shit but like it's 2018 dude you th- there's no one talking like this except you now why would you do that uh, my last gig in New Orleans, which was several years ago, I said I refuse to eat catfish because the only thing with a mustache that I will eat is an Italian chick. It's so wild, too, because, like, uh, you know, as a member of the fat community, um, this really set us back this week. Okay? Like, we don't need people out here fucking up the rep, okay? there's very few positives that we have out here and it is that we will let you sit on our faces and this nigga is out here completely <laughs> going against the whole grain and now you got people out here fat shaming people uh and now we're catching like deflections of it and stuff like i don't appreciate it dj Khaled. you need to stop saying the n-word until you start eating pussy i like i don't know who allowed that shit but you need to take that shit back because i'm disgusted with this motherfucker dog i was so lit i was livid like honestly this is my kanye west like you know the rest of the rest of black people were mad at kanye west i was mad at dj Khaled. like what are you doing bro what are you doing stop interviewing this man get the camera out of his face shouldn't he just be somewhere in the background cheering on black people that are doing the actual work that's all he does anyway and this motherfucker is out here talking being happy that i don't eat pussy i'm like my wife my wife is walking around hype man yeah my wife walking around unsatisfied and y'all should congratulate me for that no nigga stop uh disgusting motherfucker man and so many people was like letting out the the hacky like he eats everything but pussy he's so fat jokes or whatever and i was like but if he would have said he does eat the pussy he could have changed everything you know i just need him to come out and apologize because i really do think he owes it to the fat community to be like man that's my bad 
You know, because I don't like care. Come out at like a press conference with yes. like three heavy set men and some women, and go. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna be quiet now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn. I need. I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen right now. I need to be him, Rick Ross, Anthony Anderson, like all you know, like fat bearded men. Just... Fat, fat weekend. That, yeah. I call Anthony yeah. Anderson Fat Weekend. Fat weekend. You know what I'm saying? We need. We just need a bunch of people behind him like with like press conference cameras going off and everything and him being like listen uh i need to apologize to the community i need to apologize to my wife for putting her business in the streets i'm gonna go to not eating pussy rehab and i'm gonna change my life and learn uh some some ways to be a better person and a better ally to the vaginas in my in my life because uh he really let he let us down man i was so so hurt by this motherfucker man okay see i'm glad i'm not the only one a few weeks ago i was hurt uh with all white karens that made bad potato salad uh shout out Mm -hmm. to saturday night live they were making karen's names in the streets was getting the bad rep out here (laughs) yeah that was just the white karens though he did go and say white karen okay he said it so i i I, you know because i don't count yeah my name cameron i've never made potato salad how do we get here Mm -hmm, but he said white (laughs) karen so that's shout out to chadwick boseman though a lot of a lot of jl's uh most hated people been killing it on saturday night live lately uh donald glover was out here in these streets uh killing it last night uh i liked his acting but i i do i did not dig sorry I do not dig the musical performances. I'm I knew sorry. you wouldn't. I knew you wouldn't. You, you have terrible taste. <laughs> I feel like he's sometimes impersonating a soulful singer. Like that he isn't actually soul, but he's like, I watched some uh, late eight, early 80s, late 70s Marvin Gaye videos, and I'm about to do this. I think he is an amazing mimic at times. Uh, so, I, I mean, I'm not it's, – it's like a – the talent's there don't get me i'm not this is not me being yeah. like oh please there's no talent. he's clearly very talented dude. yeah he has a but i think uh when they call him like a triple threat or whatever i think a lot of the way he's able to work so hard and do so much at the same time is because he can mimic a lot you know um mm-hmm. which is you know like that last album felt like he was kind of mimicking like p-funk and shit like that to a certain extent but if it's good it's good because you know what else happens every year motherfuckers be trying to mimic the greats and they shit be whack so (laughs) i'm like oh he actually good at it that's cool i'll listen to a p-funk cover band in 2018 if uh if the shit sound nice like i don't have a problem with that but then uh you know um like his he put the video out for this is america last night and that shit was like the blackest shit i've ever seen in my life like black art is going through a renaissance right now mm, which that. is how you know america ain't shit right i was like when trump <laughs> i remember we was talking about this uh before trump got became after trump became president i was like this is normally what happens because i was like all the rules gonna change it's gonna be a big old oppression right. and all this shit's gonna flourish hbcu people was like hey let me go all the way back to the roots i'm tired of being around these white folks in colleges yeah black shit get too popping you know america is is some trash like every time we think of great (laughs) great eras of american uh, black art well it's always like yes and that was right during uh that was right after reconstruction failed in the jim crow south right that was oh but the blues were good boy the blues (laughs) Woo! you couldn't fuck with the blues back then i'm telling you they invented rock and roll (laughs) right after they finished whooping them slaves like yep that's how it happens 
yeah they was like the harlem renaissance happened <laughs> yeah but oh boy you could feel the pain in that artist work artwork right they were lynching niggas every saturday and that's when langston hughes wrote this poem come out a dream deferred because he was trying not to die but uh yeah that uh <laughs> that that video was the shit last night man so uh shout out to donald glover and uh you know more importantly shout out to chadwick you know uh he was great on there too um we had some good who i don't think gets enough credit and i'm gonna pay chadwick boseman a compliment despite his performance in 42 Mm -hmm. and the terrible james brown movie and the third good marshall movie i refuse to see but uh chadwick boseman i would be pissed if i was him because his arm game was tremendous in black panther Mm-hmm. And everybody was talking about uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan, and then uh, and what's the guy's? I keep forgetting what's the guy's name who played Mbaka. Mbaku, um, you know, let me look it up because I, I, I keep saying Mbaka like Serge Serge Ibaka. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the one of them Africans, one of the blacks. <laughs> Winston Duke. <laughs> Winston, Winston Duke. Duke. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, it. that's a good name. That's a. I, I wonder if that's his real name because that's a good strong I name. I don't know. It's, it's Winston Marcellus and Duke Ellington. Mbaku. Uh, and then he uh, made that into but, one name. But I would be like, if I was Shavin Bozeman, I'd just be like, did you see my arms? Like, I worked out too. Yeah. Like, and the, the movie's named after me, so, like, you can't avoid me. And like, he was holding about all these other bodies. And he was kind of holding it down for, like, the kind of skinny brothers. Like, he didn't, like, he didn't go the full, um, the full cycle of, um, steroids <laughs> like Michael B. Jordan did. <laughs> Like he, like he just was like, I'm just gonna stay cut because I might have to play some other historical black people, and it's not gonna look right if I'm playing like a jacked uh, Malcolm X in my next <laughs> in the next bio. I will be here for that with them glasses on. He was, he was like, you know, I can't. Sammy Davis Jr. did not have 18 inch arms. Right. What is yes, that? he did not have an eight pack. <laughs> And he just do it. He just do it in his regular Chadwick Boseman voice. Beat the shit out of Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite thing about all the biopics he does is when he just does the regular Chadwick Boseman voice, but it's just different. <laughs> but it's just like a different haircut and glasses or something. It's like that's my favorite. That's my favorite fucking thing. It doesn't matter if he looks like him or talks like mm-hmm. him at all. People just like seeing that dude play every black person. One day he's gonna yep. play us in a movie. I'm here for it. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait. Uh um but all right so uh but let's get back into this shit okay guys um dj collard uh trash fucked up the whole fucked up the whole stock stock dog and uh i don't appreciate it so just i want to go on note as uh that uh, not a fan okay no longer will play dj collard on the black autist music uh station Mm-mm, i mean i'm that's not worth i protest if you're gonna ban him you need to ban us i'm gonna be like the people on the radio station no where does it end rod where does it end it starts with him is what i know Mm-mm, where where does it end Mm-mm. never again dj kyle you betrayed the flock bro okay nope. you out you out of the fat community no nope. and the same thing because like you know why i'm just it's it's offensive in the way that i imagine uh most coons are offended at at uh kanye west right now and how he leapfrogged them in a week, you know, where after very little effort. I mean, all he did was be more famous than them. And he's and now he's immediately seen as the number one coon in America. You know, Candace Owens put in the time. Ben Carson, Lord knows he put in the time. I mean, he used to be a, a imagine what it takes to go from Ben Carson then to Ben Carson now. He used to be taught to black kids as black excellence 
as 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 a doctor you know and now like he's on the wall in the black history um exhibits at every black history month and now he's number one you know he was well in the top five coon like on the coon rankings he was up there pretty high the uh david clark worked hard to get on the coon rankings i didn't even know the fuck david clark was five years ago had no idea now he's one of the top top coons in the country uh dominant silk david clark came with like the russell westbrook just full intensity like all of a sudden he goes from like a project to like an mvp candidate yes full on blue lives matter shut up black feet like He's got like he's like a Teddy Ruxpin. He always like six lines that he says, but they're all very aggressive and hateful. Yes, like all that, that fucking sucks. Like he yeah. really, like he's got enough. At least Ben Carson, like when he dies, it'll be like controversial, uh, you know, cabinet member, but but did good stuff and and they did have pauses where David Clark, I'm like as I call him, angry hootie. Like I don't know <laughs> what. He did like he's just like a bad sheriff who hates black people and like I don't I think he like he's just so angry like he he's so fucking angry and right. like shitty and he's not even like good at it really you know what I'm like he's never like he never makes a point where you go like that quasi makes sense it's just parody like, no academic arguments he's not coming with any kind of th- it's just like blue lives matter right. <laughs> Are you he, mad? He tweeted that, that he had tweeted like a week or two about the Starbucks thing. Yeah. Now, the Starbucks thing was like two black guys were just asked to leave like two minutes into just sitting there to meet somebody, like nothing right. else. Whereas he goes, a police officer asked to use the bathroom, but he was told he had to buy something. Yeah. <laughs> Where was the Blue Lives Matter respect then? It's like, that's not the same thing, you dumb fuck. Like, that's stupid. It's not even, like, that's not even, I could, if if he had, like, a similar example, I would have been like, oh, you know what? Uh, Okay, if you want to make that point. But, like, to just say, what about that time a cop wanted free pastries and they said, no, sir, you have to pay. (laughs) What kind of shit is that? But you're mad about this? (laughs) But... But, but, but like he put in the time though, right? Like he's on the, he was on like the dais of the, uh, RNC convention and shit. Like he, like you can't knock that he put in the time. My man, um, Michael Steele, you know, put in the time, you know, like Mm -hmm. if people gonna hate him or call him a coon, at least he put in that work to get called that coon, to get his name on that wall, you know? But Paris Denard. Paris Denard. Like there's Stacey Dash even put in. He's like, he feels, I bet he feels very disrespected. Like, yes. he probably feels the way I feel about my comedy career. Like, what do I have to do to get my big time shot? Come on, man. Like, that dude put in the work he's been on. And, like, not just showing he's up Johnny Come Lately. Too. Like, he's very passionate yes. about how much he loves Trump and thinks that, like, Trump can do no wrong. And he, he's, he gets, like, sassy with people. Mm-hmm. And he, like, He's he's out there putting up you know thirty eight fifteen and ten in in a, in a ah, loss every ah. night. Yo, what's the what's the he's Don, he's the Donovan Mitchell of the Coons, dog. <laughs> that dude is playing in a market that none of us care about. He's playing his competition like Angela Rye on the reg, in the trenches every day putting up numbers. And here comes Kanye West getting his Ben Simmons on, just coming through and not unfairly within a week getting all the hype. 
no one cares about the fact that his shit don't make no sense Mm. he'll actively say i don't follow politics and yet people still listen to this man meanwhile paris denard could probably tell you the ins and outs of the latest trump uh policies uh as they change on the fly from hour to hour you know how hard that is to keep to keep up with these changing policies and have their back every fucking time when they contradict each other and yet look at him all that cooning for nothing they all looking up at kanye west right now it's I, i i had i was thinking about that this weekend i was like that it's almost a shame how like we think we hate him as black people outside of you know that aren't coons but nobody can hate him more than them coons nobody bro you know <laughs> the other the other thought i had this weekend too was how many uh <laughs> uh this is ridiculous but uh i thought they should come up with a dating app for coons uh called uh okay coon pit and oh the, no but i was thinking how many of single black male like coon republican dudes have been set up on blind dates that that uh turned out to be diamond or silk you know what i mean because <laughs> there's no other black people over there except like stacy dash and you know none of these black people want to date other black people you know what i mean so like how many people like uh you know what sheriff clark i got a perfect person for you uh she is a blue lives matter person okay she uh she thinks uh a lot of black people need to get off of the democratic plantation uh she she's against welfare um she has blonde blonde streaks in her hair and he's like oh god tell me more about this who is who is this lady that i've been waiting for all my life it's like now have you heard of diamond and silk oh no definitely not them no i thought it was gonna be a white woman and a stacy dash minimum but uh <laughs> like just, what happened to stacy dash I, i'm not gonna lie somewhere deep inside me i i just want her to 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 turn it around you want her to win somehow um i i, I just like her to be normal because she said it, 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 it makes me feel very guilty how attractive i find her i know I, I can never watch the all falls down video again of her in the airport with kanye west i'm like this is two coons now it used to be right. used to be used to be a beautiful video now i'm like oh these two motherfuckers i'm rolling my eyes the whole video but uh you know what was sad about stacy though man i feel like she didn't um her looks didn't age well when she cooned out man she was looking so good and then it's like she popped back on tv as a coon and I, I don't i think all that evil be sucking the good looks out of them trump people or it, something it, it, it ages you hard i don't know it's why ca- it's called kellyanne conway disease like <laughs> kellyanne conway i no, feel like at some point no, in her life oh no. some point in her life was probably not bad looking but like it's like the skeleton is coming out like she's almost just a face skeleton at this point like it's just drain you know like in uh when in in, in indiana jones uh in the last crusade when they drink from the the wrong cup and their skin just like dries like and then they just turn to dust she's like right before the dust period yeah yeah you know what uh it also uh, makes uh, sense because uh, cack is a, a slang term for caucasian people that we use on the internet and kelly uh, conway initials are cack cack so cack disease will you support trump makes sense that, that that's actually that, that actually fits on several levels that this she caught the cack disease and now we're like what happened to stacy dad because every time i see her on fox and maybe it's just because they don't have black makeup people that could it could be that simple but she just she doesn't look right i was like who's doing your makeup who's what happened boo used to be like 
king magazine cover fine you know <laughs> which was mm-hmm. like that was like the ultimate i remember when i still remember that king magazine cover it was like you see the stacy dash cover though like uh so nah, man I, you're right um but you i think sometimes what happens i get curious like when i see somebody say she asked, i'm like did she start out as like slightly moderate republican and then when enough people turned on her she just kind of doubled down and was like you know what fuck it man I'm, all the way. I'm gonna tell you what happened dude okay and it's not as sexy as you think she got broke like she owed uh. she owed a lot of money and for a lot of these cones especially diamond and silk <laughs> I think a lot of them just need the money, man. Like, what's easier than that? Like, I honestly, dude, it's would you be itself. would you be shocked if fucking Kanye was able to sell some of those fucking like slavery couture fucking clothes to those <laughs> Make America Great motherfuckers? Like, they would probably buy it just to say like they support that dude, or you know, they buy his next album yeah. or some stupid shit. Like, we're not gonna do it because we're black. You know what I mean? Like, we we have some we we have some things we can't overlook it's like uh this shit might be jamming but the whole the song is called i love trump and black people ain't shit i can't play that in my car but white people will be like yeah i'll buy that shit so i mean you might stumble into a fan base i think it's stupid you know for someone like with kanye west's statue he, he has more to lose in the game but for like stacy dash she was broke the I, she owed the irs money she said some dude she got ripped off financially she was in an abusive relationship like hey man if all i gotta do is go on tv and say black people ain't shit to get the check i can not all of us are gonna say no some black people are gonna say no. yes and i mean paris denar we know his name not because of anything excellent he's done just because he's a coon that's the only reason we know his name there's well, being a black that. Republican, I feel like at this point gives you like a like a forty five percent chance of becoming famous because there's, yeah. there's like there's like twenty two of right. them, and it's like we'll flip a coin, see which eleven get on TV. That's the thing I need to see a reality show of the beefs within the Black Coon community because I actually will watch that. To be honest, with y'all, I know we're not supposed to support them on any level, but. If they were having like a real coons of uh <laughs> a real coons of hazard. Real coons of uh real America. <laughs> yes. Real real coons of make America great again. I would watch I would watch the reality show of like David Clark's secret beef with um Diamond and Silk. Cause you know they don't like they non code switching ass. Cause like they be cooning, but they be cooning in that like old mammy down south cooning. It's not like the refined, like Stacey Dash tries to talk smart, you know? It, and you, she's not very smart, but she tries to fit in where she's like, I just don't think President Obama thought about that enough and you're like mm, she doesn't have the words for this but she's trying very hard but the fucking uh diamond and silk would really be up there and be like uh-uh, ain't no uh we ain't gonna about to do no double negatives <laughs> you're like oh my god <laughs> they like they're the rmc talking like this they went before congress they went before congress and they talked the same way like mr trump ain't be paying us i'm like oh my god you you're not even gonna try to co- turn it off for this. Like, this is some important shit. You could go to jail. Right. For a lot of these like, people. Uh, bitches that did pay y'all. If there was one time when you could use your white person voice and nobody in America can judge you, th- talking before Congress is a definite, like, 
i'm gonna go ahead and code switch back to white guys i'm i don't want to go to jail uh the payments and the deposits were made on the 17th ma'am you will find right here but they were like Mm-mm, we ain't got no money i was like oh my god and i know somewhere <laughs> david clark herman Cain, like uh fucking um uh, uh carson they gotta be looking at them coon and like damn like i work so hard michael Steele, you know how much fucking how much money michael Steele probably just sends on suits you know what i'm saying like just just to be that the, like that exceptional nigga that when they see him they go he's not like those other niggas and then they really went and got dominant silk who are literally just two niggas they not even special or famous <laughs> they have no talent it's just so yeah I, I i know there's beef there has to be beef within the coon community and we're not privy to it but i want that yeah, shit to leave this coon on coon crime gotta stop yeah i want like jason whitlock somewhere being mad as fuck like at paris uh, denard you know what i mean calling them out I, yes uh, some somebody posted in the comments about clarence thomas and i was like i see him sitting at like the head of the table <laughs> yes. like the head of the table at the meeting <laughs> yeah but I will say, and I know this isn't popular, Clarence Thomas, who I think is like a terrible justice and has done great damage. So, like, I want to get that out of the way. But when I read about his, like, upbringing, mm-hmm. it was like there are some times where I look at somebody and I go, I'm not saying I agree with you, but sometimes you can have an upbringing that there's – you could be – like, you, you could be, like, messed up. Like, right. he was in, like, lynching, cross-burning South. Right. like sharecropping like he can and for most people it would be like we got to get like thank god i need more freedom i need more help like the government needs to do something but for every kind of like there's gonna be a couple who are just like that scars you in a different way right and makes you kind of that angry aggressive like i will take nothing and neither will right. you you know what and, it is so I, i'm I can, not agreeing with him but right. i i do kind of like he had like when you're talking like rural georgia in the 19 fucking right. 30s like that's real you, you know <laughs> what it, you know what it is jail i can see how he got there you know right, right, right. it's that it's it's not it's not excusing it because there's a lot of black people went through the same thing and right uh, i'll tell you a great example we watched this documentary yesterday about um historically black colleges um mm-hmm. i forget the, it was we are rising it was on pbs a few months ago i recorded mm-hmm. it and i just watched it last night but um booker t booker t washington dog like some of the things he said people are like this motherfucker set black people back and he gave us problematic speech. yeah he gave a speech when they were opening these hbcus and he basically told white people that these skills that the black people learned in college we're basically going to be just um you know um what do you call it um when you do manual physical labor skilled like skilled vocational training yes Yes. they were going to be vocational trainers so he wasn't telling them about people trying to be lawyers or doctors and things to help the um community right so he so he basically promoted it and all the pictures and stuff were just look at this black person learning to work metal and then his speech was basically this will help usher in a better version of slavery right like we'll we'll be better able to put our um skills to use for white people you know when he took the stage at first people were booing him because they didn't want these niggas to get educated because obviously that was like one of the number one things in america that they they wanted to uh, avoid right but he was like listen we're gonna train these black people at this school to go out and work for you and to be better slaves 
and by the end white people were thanking him he, i mean he literally said in one of the lines of speech we will put our lives on the line for you before ours like we will lay our lives down if need be we will die for you and i'm like right. nobody goes to school to die for some white people okay none of us <laughs> enrolled with that shit is in mind like, i can't wait to be a doctor and die for a white man but he all but at the same time right context matters i can't divorce it yeah, from he's the, talking about survival like bingo. he's in the mindset of like we can fight and lose or we can like try to make a little step ahead and not have as many of us die <laughs> right so um while people um you know it was complex like it wasn't just they say i mean well i there was one woman who was like you know what he said was very harmful and it hurt black people i'm i understand but contextually 120 years ago i understand you know what i mean like i'm not like i i like not everything can be the radical blackness that we in 2018 appreciate now because that's just not how life works you know like you then it would have just been a bunch of dead niggas if they would have been out here like we learning so we won't need your ass no more like uh also white people are lynching motherfuckers for learning motherfuckers are burning down schools they're uh, attacking children they're throwing rocks at black kids on their way to schools black schools had no outhouses no no insulation no books like this was not the same time that we take for granted now but if he hadn't have made that step we might not have got to this time so there's a level yeah. of understanding i have to have and that's kind of how it feels with um like these coons like clarence thomas and shit uh or even like to some extent ben carson like yeah they did go through some shit and they basically chose assimilation and uh to promote white supremacy as a survival method and then looked around to the rest of us black people and said why didn't you do it you know so i but that's the context of those guys but i mean obviously still fuck them uh but right. <laughs> but, but yeah but yeah i get it you know uh and also like like i said in the coon uh community they gotta be even more resentful of these non-code switching new coons yeah they don't switch yeah none i guarantee the they took their ire for diamond and silk and turned it towards um kanye they had to it's like you didn't put any fucking coon credentials in bro you don't do anything you know you ain't you you haven't sacrificed enough within the black community i gotta go through your work history you know how many fucking cookouts i missed you know how many thanksgivings i never got to go to your coon history and you just gonna switch it up in the at fucking 40 and now you cooning harder than me even you know if he you getting on tmz and they just interviewing you candace owens was on tmz with him too you know why we don't know because nobody gave a fuck about what Candace Owens had to say. Right. Because we were like, what, what's kind of, he, he, he leapfrogged the coon, the coon, uh, Olympics. It's, it's, anyway, good luck to everybody involved. I, <laughs> um, David, uh, David Letterman has a interview show. Um, on, uh, it's on Netflix, I believe. My next guest needs no introduction is the name of it. And he interviewed Tina Fey. And, uh, I don't want to say I'm right, but I was. She said she would change the ending to that Charlottesville sketch about sheet caking. Mm-hmm. 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 When I brought that up, I dealt with a lot of harassment. I was accused of not getting jokes. Uh, I was told it was satire, and I was like, nope, I understand the joke completely. 
and i didn't even have that big of a problem with some of the you know like i'm sure the more woke people had a problem with all the parts you know like the sally hemming thing was stupid i she shouldn't have said that uh but the then she said the part about like black drag queens beating up the white supremacist people i, I was like yep people gonna get mad at that but i wasn't mad at either one of those really but the premise of the joke was at the end let's stay inside eat sheet cake and not go out there and she was like yeah i shouldn't have said that that like the sketch was straight until i got to that point you know she said uh you try your best you try to have your eyes open try to be mindful but it's also a fast moving train i felt like a gymnast who did a very solid routine and broke her ankle on the landing because i think it's in the last two or three sentences of the piece i think that i chumped it i screwed up and i and the implication was that i was telling people to give up and not be active and not fight that was not my intention obviously she said if i had a time machine i would end the piece by saying fight them in every way except the way that they want she said adding that she considered creating a twitter account to apologize letterman for his part maintained he thought the sketch was perfect which of course you know, he did you know she's a white woman still we got to make sure they feel good but uh yeah i i fucking but i during that thing and i like a tina fey hater i know there's a lot of people that you know don't like her and all this shit but I, I love fucking Kimmy Schmidt, you know. Like I, I, I love Thirty Rock. Like I think I do think fine. she's very funny, you know. Um, but yeah, that was the thing where I was just like, I know what that skit meant, and the skit was basically like, white women, let's stay, let's stay inside and let these motherfuckers burn these crosses and shit. And I'm like, this is not the time for this. After Trump, dog, you got to either be in or out. Uh, and I appreciate her going back and admitting that she that she felt that she fumbled that um that sketch you know what i mean like that to me that matters uh in the same way that it matters when people don't apologize to see somebody go back and be like yeah i could have did a better job on that right because i noticed it and then like i said there was a lot of you know i don't know a lot of people that were had her back in a way that i thought was really weird and there's a lot of people that were saying no the sketch means fight everything and i'm like but it really means the opposite right so now that she admitted it y'all can leave me the fuck alone okay yeah and 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 i, and I think uh for me particularly at that particular time mm-hmm. uh white women was on my shit list anyway right. because of the 53 percent i was like oh bitch you tell them, you you coming out and publicly saying that they not doing nothing up fuck you too yeah that was trash yes um all yeah. right um and jl i know that's your girl man i um and, uh, and you know it's such a high bar for women in comedy, but once right. they cross it, uh, it, it, it crosses into like kind of uncomfortable stalkerish love. So mm-hmm. Tina Fey is uh, is is one of my favorites. Tina, but, yeah, Sarah so. Silverman. Yeah, and, and the thing is, I enjoy Tina Fey, but like you say, once you got to the end, I was like, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy for you to do this when you can opt out, and, and yeah. that, that was more of what I was feeling. You can opt out, mm-hmm. I can't. The weird thing about her comedy is that she's still doing the I'm not hot comedy and she's way past the, like, she's way past the like, uh, ma'am, at your age and all this, like, you're one of the hottest people in comedy at doing what you're doing and she still does the I'm so ugly, nobody likes me comedy. I'm like, okay, you, you and Amy Schumer, right? Nobody wants to fuck y'all. Get the fuck out of my face. Uh, not in Trump's America, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. i gotta keep it real. y'all on the list um south carolina uh has an abortion ban bill but it died in early morning vote so i guess it did not make it to the late term of uh the thank you of I, I thought you were gonna go right for that and say it 
that it was stillborn or it was uh mm-hmm. miscarried or whatever anyway it was gonna be a miscarriage of justice blood out okay <laughs> meanwhile iowa bans nearly all abortions as the governor signs a fetal heartbeat law they're never gonna give up on the shit they are still 2018 roe v wade fuck it all right just they're gonna take this well they're hoping the i mean they're clearly hoping and this is another one of those see that it always comes back to this for me with 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 the republicans that merrick garland once again obama's choice for the supreme court unprecedented blockage by mitch mcconnell and republicans right or wrong understand that the supreme court is at stake and they vote like it and they put in gorsuch and they are hoping to test roe v wade like there's no there's no like subtlety about this they are hoping that in a year or two especially if trump gets another gorsuch clarence thomas on the court that they can just be like flat out overturn it Mm -hmm. and then you'll immediately overnight see like 20 states ban abortion like that's Mm -hmm. that's that's just what that's what is at stake that's why they're pushing these laws because they think that trump has his list from the heritage foundation of like the most conservative judges guys like neil gorsuch can't like the credentials are there like he's got the credentials and the experience so it's not like you can be like this guy's not ready and that's that and that's that's what they've been hoping for and it's just so funny though when you see like some Republican represent like there was a big scandal with a guy resigned where it was like he's a pro-life uh, guy and he was he had to resign because he was telling his mistress to have an abortion right. and it's like uh, I get why you wanted your mistress to have an abortion right. but how can you how do you do the, both of those things mm-hmm. like how do you I mean I get it hypocrite you're a liar you're but, but like if this is sometimes you think like as a Catholic, I understand, obviously, that many people have a core belief that, like, all life is precious. And at least the church, for its many flaws, mm. is very anti-death penalty as well, which at right. least, unlike maybe some of the Southern Christians who are like, mm-hmm. let that baby live, but kill that 19-year-old who robbed a convenience store. Yeah. Like, that's an inconsistent sort of ethic. Um, but I just think people need to realize if this is an important issue to you, uh, on whatever side you are, like this is what their end game is, and they right. they got it. Like they've proven they can block, they will corruptly block a Democrat nominee. Yep, and they will give a monster whatever nominees he puts forward. So it could it could be a matter of like two years before this is legitimately like changes the law of the land. I think somebody like John Roberts, who is a conservative and a Catholic and all that, but I still think he doesn't want to be the chief justice that mm-hmm. overturns Roe v. Wade. Like I, because as much as he might personally agree with that, I think he has to look at the court historically. Right. And mm-hmm. I don't know if he's got the balls to be like, or the conviction to be like, you know what, on my watch, most controversial decision in a hundred years. Let's do it. Like, Man, you never know. You never know. These no, no, you don't. And I know that there are judges on that court who would <clears throat> yeah. like Clarence Thomas, Samuel Alito, probably Gorsuch, but but it's on Roberts. Like it's it's it will be Roberts' decision. You know what I mean? Like right. he he will be the one who has to be like, yep, right. Let's do it. <laughs> and I and the thing that's scary to me, dude. Um, if Mike Pence is in charge, 
it's even scarier you know like trump it seems like they at least have some sort of weird like agnostic approach to certain political shit but like mike pence 100 percent fully support like well pence has that i'm really gay like mm. hate in him <laughs> like i've chosen to live a straight life he has that kind like which is very dangerous like be if mike pence could just be who he is he you know you just see him like in a in a in like a cut off t-shirt and jean shorts and just marching in a pride parade but like he's got to suppress that with an unbelievable (laughs) amount of evangelical uh ness hold on i gotta go to the next session real quick because we're gonna get cut off but jl you're still on the phone so you'll be fine uh it'll prompt you to come back on screen but uh yeah uh mike pence uh i think it was janelle james who said on twitter she was like uh mike pence looks like he goes down on his mother slash wife you know because he calls his wife mother uh it just like Mwah, that'll be enough <laughs> that'll be enough oh, of that no. <laughs> <laughs> i was like yeah he like he got a special handkerchief for it and everything like just wipes the corner of his mouth like all right that's quite enough uh, uh but yeah that of this foolishness yeah but yeah that um mike pence to me is scarier than trump man like as, as fucked up as trump is um yeah something about pence, uh something about pence that you know I, I feel like he's uh you ever seen uh the da vinci code oh, oh yeah he's like he's movie. like the fucking uh the, whipping the, himself like yeah the albino the, yeah 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 he's yeah. like that you know and it does make sense that catholics would you know be anti-abortion and anti-death penalty because i mean more children you know yeah, i hate the da vinci code as much as i hate mike pence fuck that movie that's a fucking terrible ass movie <laughs> oh man all right uh, <laughs> oh, i'm sorry i hated that movie uh uh but yeah so that, that what else is going on um i wanted to talk about something else with jl i had some topics picked out i think we might have hit most of them um yeah all right let's go to guess the race guys play guess the race and we'll get out of here uh here we go and i liked him oh. i liked him yeah go ahead i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> no no i'm kidding i'm just saying I, I i feel like i have to build up my marvel my marvel street cred so i mean look uh, man thoroughly, I, thoroughly like enjoy. i don't know what your i don't know what your like <laughs> i don't know what you think your demographic is with your fans i don't know what what i don't know what your long-term strategy for this shit is but like hating on black panther and <laughs> infinity war and shit i it's, i don't know what's going on there it's, it's like you build yourself up just and then you self-sabotage yourself because nobody want to hear you tell us how you don't like black panther or it's not better than the dark knight or the dark cuck as i call it at this point um <laughs> let a man with some makeup be beat you up in your city man come on that's all it takes uh but yeah i i, I don't know what the plan is man you know this we out here rooting for you. you you're a lot of people's Kanye West <laughs> just, I, is, is, is JL a, a, a super villain and we just don't know it he just can't help himself man he can't he just can't help himself he can't not let the joke this go might be like, I'll make a comparison to a more recent show I watched Smallville maybe I'm like the Lex Luthor where like for the first five seasons I'm the friend and then just it keeps drifting away until I'm just the super villain I, I don't know man i was i just kept posting articles of black panther making way more money than dark knight uh and it and it even uh has made more money adjusted for inflation now and even after avengers came out it was still a top five movie in the theater that weekend so i was like yeah it's it's not even close like it made all the money 
it's got all the critical acclaim and uh and it's black as fuck like it's like we're gonna celebrate this for years it's, when it comes time for the oscars i already know jl's gonna be saying for some reason <laughs> you it, know can i tell you what my dream is though if i have to if it if it has to win awards here's what i want to hear because this would be the part like I want Ryan Coogler to get up there and like win best director. Mm. And and then all of a sudden my timeline is flooded right. just with it, you know, just Daffy du- uh, Donald Duck, uh, no, Daffy Duck just dancing on my yeah. timeline. <laughs> right. And then I want Coogler to get up and go and I have to give respect to the man <laughs> who made who made the movie that inspired me, Christopher Nolan in the Dark Knight. And then I'll be like, I win. I lost. <laughs> but i also won yeah you know what i would be okay with that because like i love the dark knight man i don't like i I don't know where this uh but i have to but once you start hating on my show on my movie i gotta go at the dark knight i can't we have like i don't know if you guys follow us on facebook but we have had some serious (laughs) knockdown drag out wars over these two movies uh which has led to some things that I don't even believe saying, but I've said them. I was like, it's like, fuck the Dark Knight. That shit is boring. It's bad. Uh, the villain is terrible. I mean, this is one of my favorite movies of all time, but, um. I was about, you know what I was going to actually post, except I still find the show weird, so I couldn't do it with conviction. Mm-hmm. I was going to be like, Christopher, no- the Dark Knight was so good that Christopher Nolan's brother has a hit show on TV, Westworld. <laughs> what? What's Ryan Coogler's brother doing? <laughs> you know what? You are. You know what's funny though is uh, speaking of the jokes we held back. The one I held back was uh, I was gonna blame Christopher Nolan for killing Heath Ledger, and <laughs> be like, "Oh, yeah. you're so good. Everyone from Black Panther still alive. Nobody had to die to make a fucking movie." And I was like, "You know what? That's wrong. That's too far." And you don't want to jinx it. Like, you yeah. feel terrible if all of a sudden they're like, Winston Duke. Yeah. Right. Out, uh, he has a terminal disease. And then right. you just lose, like, 20% of your fan base. Like, he killed I know he killed M'Baku. That's Listen, I know, I know what's too far. If nothing else... If nothing else can be said to me, I do know what is too far. But I was holding that <laughs> one back. But I think the worst joke was... Uh, uh, I took a picture of... Uh, uh, from from uh, Django of Simon and Calvin Candy. And then I took put a Corolla in me picture. <laughs> then I put a picture of JL when he was on the Adam Corolla show. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, oh man! But even that one, I thought about for a long time. I was like, ah, this is too much. And I was like, and it was like it was dying down. So I was like, well, if JL stops talking about it, I'm not gonna. This is like the nuclear option. I was like, I'm not gonna do it. And then he said some shit, and I was like, you know what? Fuck him, man. Fuck it. It's time to put it out there. And I think I had the the one where he did blackface for uh quote unquote blackface for um for JB Smooth. JB Smooth. Your cup. Oh man, we have fun, guys. All right, that's all. All right, now to guest. And there will be a sequel. There will be a sequel, so we'll be able to rekindle this. But I did. I did like Black Panther, but just like you said, me going after Black Panther forced you to go after The Dark Knight. Yeah. For me, I would have been happy being like, that was a fun movie. It was, a, it was definitely a good movie, right. good characters, great great effects. Like, I, I mean, some of the shots where, like, his suit, like, mm-hmm. absorbs and then, like, blows up 20 dudes. I was right. just like, that's a beautiful, that's great camera work. Right. And, but then it was just when I, when I got in, I was like, 
people were like, it's the best comic book movie ever. I was like, you're, see, you had to put me on the defense. <laughs> now I'm on the defensive. I'm going in, you know, like a, like a, not that I'm comparing them to Jordan and LeBron because you know how right. I feel about who the goat is there. Right. But it felt like that. I felt like a Jordan fan being like, fuck out of here. Black Panther's only got three rings. You, like, well, you're, you know, you, you exist in a weird space where you, don't mind people having fun until you decide it's too much fun i don't know why that's like your whole that's like your whole thing like you don't do it on the show as much anymore like but you used to bring in people that were nice people who enjoyed something and then you would just tell them how the shit sucked and it was like and it was like and you and you won't come out and fully be like it sucks it's trash it's the worst you'll just talk about it like it's trash while saying it's a b minus or so shit. Well, that's why B plus. I should rename my podcast B plus because that's yeah. like you're not allowed to give anything above a B plus unless I say so. Right? Yeah. This is like what do you mean an A? That bullshit. It's <laughs> right. a B plus. Right. right. But it's not like you go. It's a it's a B plus, and I'm going to talk about like because what's a B plus? Like a ninety on a out of a hundred, something like that. So, eighty eight. Let's okay. say eighty eight. So eighty eight out of a hundred. So like, if you turn in an assignment and you got an eighty out of a hundred way more shit is right about what you did than what is wrong right like the teacher would probably be like this was good this the, the structure on this was good your reasoning was good now you had some misspellings okay we can work on that um and uh you know it was a little short we wanted it to be x amount of words and it was this amount of words but other than that you, you're on the right path jl's more like you motherfucker you can't even spell look at how terrible the spelling is on these three words you fucked up oh and also it's 4,500 words, not 4,400 words. I don't know what the fuck you thought this was. This is shit. It's a B plus. You're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I thought it was a B plus. Did I fail? Did yeah. I fail the test? No, nah, right. B plus. Get you the right. fuck out of here. You're like, B, B plus. <laughs> you passed. Keep up the good work. You sorry, motherfucker. So like, that, <laughs> it's all about tone with JL. So that's, <laughs> that's why I think it draws it out of people. Cause it's like, you might as well be saying Black Panther was terrible. Uh, even if you're saying it's a B plus, because you you talk about it like it's terrible, but it's it's uh, it was to me uh, the greatest comic book movie I'd ever seen at the time. It was, but I ain't gonna lie, man. Damn, Fendi Wars, that's the greatest movie I ever seen in my life. I can't believe. You know it. what this is? This reminds me of. To be honest, this mm-hmm. I feel like Black Panther is the equalizer with Denzel Washington of like the solo warrior movie, right? Because it's like Taken is Liam Neeson, and he had this he like invented this new category and then just held the crown for like five years. Right. And then equalizer shows up and I was like, it's better than taken. Like right. I love taken and equalizer was just better. Mm-hmm. And then six months later, John Wick comes out and it changes like, everything. Equalizer, man. That's right. it. <laughs> yeah. It changed everything. And like, I mean, I love black Panther. I'm going to get the DVD uh, Monday. Of course. Uh, uh, but, uh, I mean the Blu-ray Monday, but, um, but at the same time, dog, that infinity wars was good bro it was i mean like in the movie sense like black panther made me cry because i'm black and i've been through so much shit as a black nerd that i was like finally we got one but uh this shit i was just sitting in the theater my mouth open at the end like well this is what movies are supposed to do to people you just right this must have been what it was like when uh the um, empire strikes back came out and people were going to see it in theaters this must have been how they felt because that's how i felt i was just like Damn, what is- I was very impressed with how, because my fear was that, you know, I thought, I think it was Avengers 2. Mm-hmm. I found very disappointing because I thought it was just like, they're just like cramming everybody in. And I was mm-hmm. afraid that would be what would happen with this. Like, 
now they got to add in even more characters that right. they really, really did it well. Like that was a degree of di- that's what impressed me about it is that's because it was is. the degree of difficulty yes. was very high. Right. There was a lot of places to mess up and they didn't. And like to me, the best dynamic. I assume I can talk about it. Like, but 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 the the, the Thor mm-hmm. and Star Lord dynamic yeah. was hilarious. That yeah. all of a sudden Star Lord is like like his bitch like right. and everybody like that that was just such a funny setup and well also um, you, the other part of it the reason i have to say it's just the i mean it's like you said degree of difficulty it's the best movie i've ever seen because there's been 18 19 of these films right and i think avengers 2 it was too soon to do this right right but mm-hmm. now every film has its own unique feel so like the universes yeah. feel different so when you hear like rubber band man playing you're before you even you see, know. you're like oh the uh, guardians of the galaxy must be and then for 10 minutes the movie feels like it's guardians of the galaxy yeah. then they go to another place and you're like oh this feels like uh captain america with the horns and it's like civil war and it's kind of serious mm-hmm. and then you hear like the wakanda drums and the horn and you're like oh, we're going to wakanda before you even fucking right. see a scene of wakanda your mind's already back to black panther i mean it's an amazing feat and no, they no one... up, like with thor ragnarok which yeah. once again was see thor ragnarok was like i gave it the black panther treatment yeah, where did. i was like it was good was i like that but not good. as much as everybody else yeah did. but the the um like bringing in thorns now they, it was almost like they like they made thor three very funny right which then, whether it was intentional or not, made it very easy to integrate Thor yep. into the Guardians of the Galaxy world. Right. Like, cause now it's like, we have the funniest one and now we have like the second funniest one. So now it makes sense that they would come together and like, it wouldn't mess up anybody's vibe. Like, and, it wouldn't and, be like and, a totally different. And, and Thor, Thor 3 is a sad movie, but it's funny. Like, it really is. Like, sad, when you think about right. the plot of this shit, it's like, this nigga daddy died, this motherfucking. Lost the planet. His, like, his entire, yeah, the entire place he grew up is gone. And all that, like, it was kind of, he got, like, he was a slave for a fucking half the movie. Right. But, but you're also laughing at the shit, but it's. But he it's, lost an eye. Lost a fucking eye, bro. He lost an eye. And they couldn't even beat the bad guy. They had to let somebody else do it while he watched his planet get destroyed because it's the only way to win and and so he loses pretty much everything in this in this short period of time and then they open this movie and he's losing even more shit and i'm like but somehow 20 minutes later when i'm laughing at him and star lord it fucking still made sense right it's you just can't it's just the fact that they had to take into account all these other movies to make this and the cameo by uh, one of the villains from captain america another moment where you're just like god damn y'all really thought of everything who the fuck like what the fuck how the fuck so uh it's it's just a masterpiece the other like black panther is great masterpiece as well but that's more about my black shit i brought a lot of black shit with me to the to the room like man i hope this ain't gonna be like some hotel shit i hope this shit ain't gonna turn into like um you know like uh the 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 like a whole lot of anti-blackness i hope it doesn't turn into like american blacks versus african blacks and right like all the shit that it could have been and people have been fighting about it i love that none of that happened so all right let's get the guest the race guys all right i know you didn't come here for this but that was uh, but i did and i'll say one my last point mm-hmm. which i posted on facebook is i did make a note a mental note when michonne uh said 
I was hoping we'd get a Starbucks. Yeah. And I was like, there it is. There's my ammo. Look at Black Panther's security team not standing in solidarity <laughs> with the men of Philadelphia, even though I know this was written months right, before right. that. Now, in all fairness, <laughs> uh, the Starbucks police at the, uh, in Wakanda would probably be way fair, more fair. Come on. Right. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think that would end well. They have fucking spears in their face. They talking about they ain't gonna serve nobody. It's like the Chadwick Boseman skit where he was T'Challa on Black Jeopardy. And they were like, um, so when the police called, like, what do you, what do you say or whatever? He was like, uh, we would probably talk to the police and tell them, uh, to inform them what is going on in the community because we would want them to know and they would come and they would help and we would work with them and they would make blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, the, the, all the black people were quiet and they was like, yeah, you would think, you would think that's how it would work. But, uh, nah, the answer is no, you never talk to the police. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, anyway. Um let's get into some guest arrays, guys. Play the song. Now that it's time for some guest arrays. That's right, it's guest arrays time. Now that it's time for some guest arrays. That's right, it's guest arrays time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we asked our contestant today, JL Covan, from Make po- Making Podcasts Great Again and The Righteous Prick Podcast, to guess the race. And everyone plays along, including Karen and everybody's races. <clears throat> all right, let's get to these articles. A mysterious pooper at a New Jersey high school's track turned out to be the superintendent, says the cops. White. Karen's going white right out the box. All right. There are no bonus points for going faster, but here's the evidence. Kenilworth <laughs> School Superintendent charged Monday with defecating in public was caught in the act at the Homdale High School football field and track at the surveillance was set up due to human feces being found on a daily basis. Also, he was regular then. <laughs> in more ways than one, Karen. He was regular. <laughs> Thomas tramagli tramaglini 42 lives about three miles from the high school in neighboring aberdeen he was running at the track in athletic fields at 5 50 a.m before he was arrested the track coaches and staff at the high school told district resource officers they found human feces on or near the football field and track daily uh police said in a statement thursday school employees began monitoring the area um and then they arrested him at six in the morning He's also charged with lewdness and littering. Uh, he's due in municipal court at eight fifteen a.m. on Monday to answer the charges. He's taking paid. Is the littering because the poop is like litter, like technically? Trat, yeah. Yeah, is he like using <laughs> toilet paper and leaving that too, or something? I don't. I don't know what the rules are for that. Um, uh, but he also is charged with lewdness and littering. He's taking a paid leave of absence from his $147,504 a year job. That's how much you get paid to be a track coach in New Jersey? Man, that's good a- money, and he's probably not living in a super expensive uh, area. Yeah, and, and they say he lives three miles away, so, like, you couldn't have just drove home to take a shit? Like, I, don't, I mean, if it's that important. And did you say he's a track coach? Yeah. Run home. Run, Yeah. <laughs> How many how, how many miles are you uh, running? Uh, anyway, I mean, I mean, come on, you could have had the extra steps on your Fitbit. This feels like a want oh, to. Oh, somebody say yep. he was superintendent too. Yeah, and he was a superintendent. Okay, that's why. Um, so yeah, he replaced Scott Taylor, who resigned in August 2015, 
a star serving as chief academic officer of kingsburg and also held positions in plumstead and freehold borough uh guess the race i'm sticking with my white answer. all right everyone's going white let's see the chat room see what these people believes um super white mr poop strand white sir have you been eating garbage white white not enough fast twitch muscles to get home in time white (laughs) oppressed white male leaving tracks in his whitey whitey tidies white this is the whitest story ever home 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 what does that mean uh make america american again white the correct answer is and everyone got it he was white And uh, I'll try to show you his picture. Give me one second. Um, I mean, I know the black people that run and stuff. But ain't no black people getting up that early in the morning and shit on no no uh, track. Field. Oh, every day though. Like, why, <laughs> why every day? It's such a weird. Um, it's as gross as it is. The weirdness trumps the grossness for me because it's right. just so weird. Yeah. Uh, is it showing on the screen or no? No, I don't see it. Okay, yet. give me one it second. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try it again. Hold on. I think I may have done something wrong. Yeah, yeah. I definitely did something wrong. Saying it's not picking my mic. All right, let's try this one more time. Um, but yeah, yeah like so he passed all the toilets in the house. <laughs> right. That means he wanted to. And there's toilets at the school. He's a superintendent. He probably got the keys. Right. You know, like was it like that important to him? to to pee the the poop at the school i mean was it a rivalry let me know i don't know i mean i've had to use the bathroom in public before a couple times and it was always an emergency dire situation but you didn't do it daily right that's what i'm saying like it was never a a thing a goal i when i left my house that i set out to like and i'm gonna poop in public like it's always like i was at the park and my dad was like boy we ain't going all the way home for you taking shit and i'm like well i guess i have to go to the woods no and my thing <laughs> is people that are regular you got a timing on that shit mm-hmm. so leave after your shitting time before you go run you know you have to shit every morning that five fifteen or whatever in the morning gotta get them out them laps in karen gotta get them laps in Mm-mm-mm. all right let's go to the next one um how about this a man was caught with uh two wives trying to hide them from each other oh okay mm-hmm. all right know how it is all right so nobody ran no report to be like hey why is this man got two eyes and i don't see no divorce papers he's been charged with bigamy karen um and i guess that's probably how he got caught i mean that's also oh, somebody somebody finally, was looking into something somebody finally ran his name was like hey it's hard enough having one wife i don't know who these fools are that want to do too that was no thanks all right um and like imagine if you dj Khaled. that's two wise pussies you're not eating i mean oh lord is that really? another one <laughs> <laughs> you don't want them problems we the worst <laughs> <laughs> uh but this happened in baton rouge which is uh was new orleans or something like that all right let me see if I can play this. I think I actually have the audio for this uh, article. So far, this story is race neutral. I feel like this could be black or white right now. Location and crime. And that's how you know all men are trash. The fact that <laughs> <laughs> the only thing you know about this dude is he's a cheating piece of shit. We're like, could be anyone, really. I mean, anyone with a penis could do is capable of this level of debauchery. Um, all right. Okay. It's 
think it's playing. I had a chance to speak with the second wife of Chaffee Brown. Oh, this is kind of low. This is audio. Can y'all hear it? Who says she thought yeah. he was divorced? I cannot. And an oh, he said he cannot. Okay, yeah, it's too low. I'll read it. A man's been married to two women, and it seems he attempted to hide one wife from the other, according to an arrest document obtained by WBRZ. Chaffee Brown, 50, was booked into jail on bigamy charges, a rarely seen charge tied to the crime of being married to more than one person simultaneously, which is illegal in Louisiana. His first wife, whom he married in 1993, lived in La Place. I hope I not said that right. Brown then married another woman in Baton Rouge in 2013. Property tax records show Brown owned a home near the Belle Terry Country Club in St. John and also listed an address at a home in Strain Road off of O'Neill and East Baton Rouge. Um, Deputy said Brown told his wife in LaPlace he needed a home in Baton Rouge where he was working often for long hours. Mm-hmm brown's first wife whom he married in 1993 found vehicle insurance paperwork for a vehicle brown and his other wife who he was married in 2013 shared together uh so he didn't he waited 20 years to marry the other woman at the questioning brown the initial wife called sheriff's deputies brown told both the white the first wife and sheriff's deputies that she had the later marriage that he had the later marriage annulled but the clerk showed that he had two certificates of marriage for two different women showing he was married to both at the same time addresses for brown showed uh the baton rouge address is valued at around one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and the other one is one hundred seventy thousand. uh the neighborhoods are about 56 miles apart so he had to drive about an hour to uh make sure that he was outside of his uh you know that's that's actually pretty close like within an hour of where you live you could run into like a mutual friend or some shit it was like who the fuck is this other woman uh you with anyway he was arrested at his home in baton rouge wednesday and he was released on bond the same day guess the race of chaffee brown karen uh, by the name of chaffee brown i'm gonna go chaffee brown was black all right let's check uh with Je- jl the name is the only thing that makes me think uh think black but um i'm gonna go and say white all right check the chat room <clears throat> men are trash so this is a toss-up white he went to jail black too black too strong store bell and don't be a menace nigga uh black and i know them women kicked his ass lol black black twice the potato salad twice the raisins white Aww. can afford two houses white black love cajun <laughs> i believe you'll see my paperwork <laughs> is in order tidy whitey <laughs> <laughs> the correct agent the correct answer is and uh karen mm-hmm. you got it right he's black and jl missed it so i have to boo him i'm sorry oh, yeah. Thank you. but that was a tough one yeah chaffee mm-hmm. brown yeah. sound like a black name though yeah that i mean that's the best thing for sure but sometimes like new orleans yeah. I, I don't know what's going on in new orleans sometimes. i feel like people could be named uh all sorts of things on Correct. both on both sides mm-hmm. wow but there, was, there was there was factors for both mm-hmm. 
well he was black let's he go to sure was black yeah let's go what <laughs> if i got a side <laughs> wife not a side chick a side wife like dude what are you doing that's like a mugshot to me that's like a mugshot for a murder not for like having two wives right right don't it look like some <laughs> shit that be starting off uh dateline or snapped or something yeah snap yeah yeah <laughs> yeah one of the wives would have killed him one of the wives killed yeah one of the wives killed him or killed the other woman or some shit come on yeah a small town in louisiana uh, actually no it snapped they had that woman announcer a small town in louisiana uh <laughs> but, little, but, but little did the town know right that lot that music behind it and shit yes. dun, dun. doing the close-up of the mind right <laughs> and who knew behind these at these eyes was someone crazy <laughs> right oh <Damn>. yes <laughs> they say it's the big easy but an affair is very hard on the hard um all right let's uh let's get to uh the bonus round of guest the race guys all right where's my bonus round music uh here wait here we go double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race for the bonus round against the race so far jl is one and one and karen is two and oh can you believe it i can't but everything is worth double the points in the bonus round so we'll see if uh we'll see how, how everybody fares here all right you guys getting nervous jl you nervous a little bit because i know if i get this one and karen doesn't that's that puts me back in the lead yeah you win if if that's what happens to karen you nervous yes all right i appreciate y'all because <laughs> I, I know i can blow a lead all right uh a daytona beach couple were arrested saturday after a woman's husband asked her to conceal a plastic baggie inside her body while they were sitting in a patrol car an arrest report reveals uh steven 37 and jamie schultz 28 were pulled over on i-95 uh near mile marker 301 at 6 40 p.m after their car crossed a solid yellow lane marker several times a as deputies ran the driver's licenses and wrote up a warning uh another officer with a narcotics k9 arrived on the scene according to the police report mm-hmm mm-hmm deputies put the couple in the back of a patrol car after the k9 got a hit on their car um and then uh police said they did not find illegal drugs or contraband in the car one of the deputies listened to a recording from the back of the patrol car and heard the couple discussing a concealed object according to the report the officer overheard one of them say steven had concealed an unknown object or substance in his genital area the report says steven was heard on the recording requesting jamie to conceal the object in her body cavity oh deputies confronted a couple about the recording and jamie retrieved a clear plastic baggie with a white chalky like substance from inside her genital area oh so she did it well that's good that maybe that'll be to stay together you know love that's love Mm -mm. i need a ride or die bitch come on Mm -mm. yep couldn't be me couldn't be me though uh deputy said the substance resulted in a presumptive pro- uh, positive reaction for the presence of cocaine the detective uh the daytona beach couple were arrested and charged with trafficking cocaine trafficking god damn 
uh trafficking cocaine man that must have been a lot how big was her vagina anyway yeah. like a pocketbook <laughs> you can put a lot of it pushes out a baby i think it could fit a lot of shit in it yeah i guess so i just man uh anyway uh jail guess the race gotta go white karen i'm going white too all right the chat room let's see what they believe um wrote up a warning white catch me outside how about that white white (laughs) what you won't do do fuck (laughs) what you won't do do for coke white um i think you should have said do for drugs todd that would have made that made the rhyme better this mooch mooch pops uh for drug money only white white chalky substance chalky skin (laughs) cocaine cowboy white and white love the correct answer is white everyone got it good job (laughs) jl do you think the woman you're dating now would put uh cocaine up her and if y'all got pulled over by the police and you needed you needed her to assuming that we would both be people who would do that yeah assuming that y'all that would have to protect me mm-hmm. i would say yes all right that's that's love right there i'm gonna tell you right now karen would not i i don't love you but that's that my <laughs> obligation to never obviously put her in that position yeah i mean <laughs> obviously i would never do that to karen as well but uh absolutely I, it's out of the question i would know I'm, i'd be like well i guess i'm going to prison right because honey like, <laughs> and i tell people you're gonna commit crimes don't tell me shit because they're gonna shine that light and i'm gonna motherfucking sing i'm gonna tell them the coals the locks the keys everything I'm, oh. I'm, I'm not i'm not no thug i'll be the first one to tell you i am soft love is grand guys okay get you a woman that can do both all right that's what i say <laughs> it don't mean i don't love you now if you right i'm right to die mm-hmm. now if you're doing some some shit that'll put you in jail and you ain't standing up for nobody's rights mm-mm, no mm-mm. Nah, i understand i believe in conditional love as well i don't know what what these people get up with they unconditional love that sounds like respectability romance to me it, <laughs> it, yes it, it is. is i guess we do <laughs> now you know you fighting for you know black lives matter i got you lgb i got you but you but you out here uh getting the rest for for cocaine Mm-mm. we gotta fund the revolution with the uh with the cocaine can <laughs> now if you get falsely accused i'm with you but if you hold it falsely it accused, and i'm looking at you i'm like mm-hmm. no all right all right i know where i stand and that's what matters the truth uh all right guys <laughs> let's go last day sore ratchetness <laughs> Now, JL, you're in Florida now, right? No, I was in, I'm in Albany right now. Okay. I, was in, uh, I was in Tampa, which is very Florida, yeah. Yeah, two weeks is. ago. That's, Tampa is the kind of place that's just, when people think of Florida, it's like, that'd be like a top three kind of <laughs> Florida. Yeah. Is that where the Florida Project was uh, based in? Oh, no, that was Orlando. That was, or, oh, yeah, that was Orlando, which is only like an hour away. But Tampa feels more Florida Project to me than, than, than Orlando. Like when I was at my the, – the, the apartments they have the comedian, like the feature stay at, like their, the amount of tattoos on the women in the like, apartment complex at the pool was like porn level. Like everybody was just inked up and like 
55 year old women with like tramp stamps and fake tits. I'm just like, that looks, it looks like you just like souped up an old car. It's very weird looking, mm. but yeah. So it was very Florida. <laughs> like, like putting spinners on a Nissan Altima. Um, <laughs> Hudson, Florida is where the story takes place. A Hudson man's behind bars after deputy say he attacked two people with a sword because he was angry over socks. Oh. Guess the race. Why? Oh, oh, so he, he didn't want nobody to harass him over his ankle showing? I guess so. Pasco, de- the deputies were called to a home um, at Tuesday afternoon. According to an arrest report, 47-year-old Brandon McCray started arguing with people inside the home and accused several of them of stealing his socks. The report states McCray threatened people in the home saying he would be back and that they would be sorry. I mean, at that time, you think after he left, everybody in the house was like, hey, man, but for real, who got his socks? come on y'all somebody go to walmart and get this nigga some new socks it's time to give up his socks deputy say mccray then left the home and returned with a ninja sword which he used to injure two people oh shit Mm -hmm. uh one woman uh identified as the suspect's ex-girlfriend suffered a large and significant cut on her leg from the sword they always find a way to hit the women it's just coincidental i don't know uh deputy say mccray uh also swung the sword at a man's head and neck uh that victim suffered injuries to his hands and arms the rest report states the man also nearly lost several of his fingers oh ooh, over some socks mccray left the home after the attack and was taken into custody at a neighbor's house he is facing charges of domestic aggravated battery with a deadly weapon and attempted murder both victims were taken to the medical center in bayonet point and are expected to be okay jl covan thank you so much for coming on with us bro thank you jl thank you make sure y'all check them out Pleasure. man thanks for the opportunity yeah man oh, check out the anytime. podcast i like i like i said i i can't imagine y'all wouldn't like it it's so funny uh the prank calls are probably my favorite part uh just i mean i don't know how long y'all keep the streak up but like the two they were two for two on people that seemed to believe that shit uh to start off so um and then also it's still extremely funny like so you you know you have that there's some banter before they get to the calls there's some like topics of the week type stuff uh i think it seems to come out like every sunday or something like that so uh should be a new one in your feed it's on the third episode right now so it's a great time to get into it um yeah third third just went out like this morning there you go All so right. and uh i know you out jail but anywhere else you're gonna be you got a show tonight right uh yeah shit out in albany um let's see next week i'm nowhere two weeks from now i'm uh at the hartford funny bone and then two weeks after that i'm at the dayton funny bone and then i got some dc dates at the end of june and at the end of july and there'll be other stuff filling in but that's that's what's booked right now cool man well look go well, enjoy thank you it very much um enjoy and go watch go watch the john bernthal series yes because that's been the one thing and you hyped it up so you did you did your supportive role for sure but that's the one that like is bugging me because i'm like this one i'm really proud of and it's me because nobody's doing this guy so i was like if you go to my like youtube page you'll see a channel it's just five short episodes like it's like 15 minutes total it's so good john bernthal at home Mm -hmm. as the punisher 
it's so good man he's like talking it's to his hilarious. dog it's so good man <laughs> if you, especially if you're a nerd and you like the punisher stuff like and it was born on this show that's yeah. why it's you know the connection to the show is that i just kind of ad-libbed it and it was getting big laughs so i said you know what i need to do something with that yeah he's so. gonna need y'all to pick him up after the jazz are out of the playoffs because it's gonna happen soon um no! it's it's just uh sir they, they, sure. y'all were like when my little brother hit me when we were kids <laughs> and then he wasn't ready for the full force that i was about to come back on his ass with that that that's what happened with y'all beating houston y'all beat houston and then they turned around and was like who the fuck you think you talking to and stomped y'all in utah as y'all were dressed like the phoenix suns it was it was sorry it was sad to see man <laughs> do y'all do y'all play today do y'all play today tonight yeah so i'll be checking on my phone i'll be on the train going home for the second half so i'll just be trying to watch it on amtrak (laughs) (laughs) wi-fi well good luck man good luck to your boy donovan mitchell in the no buckets challenge uh (laughs) 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 i gotta say as bad as mitchell was in that game it feels so good as a jazz fan to just be see simmons just playing like garbage because it's like yeah Yeah. see even if we lose he's losing worse no that i said that was the worst finale i watched his lost that was they, they were they couldn't finish the fuck out of that game the Sixers were they had so many chances to win and he just kept giving it away oh man yeah. they're so bad bro and he had turnovers and a missed dunk and yeah fat, like he he yeah and the thing the is like scare me though they oh the celtics um see the problem with the Celtics is I, I they just can't do that shit against LeBron. They gotta hope the right. Raptors they gotta hope the Raptors well the Raptors are down three oh now. because uh, LeBron James is the greatest player of all time. But um yes, if uh, if they had if they could have played the Raptors, the Celtics could go to the finals and get stomped by uh Houston or Golden State. But if 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 they gotta play LeBron, I feel like LeBron this shit LeBron's doing with this fadeaway right now is just it's just stupid, man. It's not fair. That shot last night was so beautiful. Yes. Because he's just so big, and he just elevated effortlessly. And you could see it, like, in his mind. You're just like, to us, it looks like a full speed, like, oh, my God, is it going to go in? But then when they slow down, he's just so under control yes. and so high above the defender that he's just, like, picking his spot on the glass like it's nothing. Nothing, dude. And then just, boom, game over and like at no at no point did i think he wasn't gonna hit that shot he's made it to that point in my life now i I didn't think it would get here because i don't feel that way about almost any player but he's made it to the point where i'm like well if you give the motherfucker a look you're gonna lose so you like but now he gets he just gets his look right like like Jordan, like over Elo is like one of them, and, and over yeah. Russell, but he pushed him off. Yeah, Hashtag yeah. We saw never, forget. never forget. Um, but when he shot over Elo, it took all of Jordan's athletic intensity and he double clutched and it's an right. amazing shot. LeBron last night was just like, I'm six, eight. I'm a freak. I jump higher than you. Uh, get out. I don't even see you. Bank game. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing is when that's that, going to be like an icon to me. Yes, that's like an iconic LeBron moment because of just the beauty of it, not just the clutchness, right? But it really is like a you get you could 
get a, a poster of yes. that like him extended on that shot like if they still had slam magazine that shit's the slam up for this month is that fucking poster that comes with it where you unfold it it's just lebron yep. looking like you could put him on the bottom of a shoe in silhouette form because mm. that's yeah. how beautiful that shot looked and my favorite part is after the game when he comes over to um demar Derozan, and he was like um he patted him on the head and he was like you know i hope that when i'm done half of the toronto roster will still be alive oh lord i hope that they remember you and then he patted him on the head and and killed him all right guys we'll talk to y'all tomorrow uh until then thank you for listening uh i love you i love you too